Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of All Ball Chicago. I'm your co-host, Robert Bobby Reed, and I got the legend, the MVP veteran, the McDonald All-American, the All-Stater, the All-American. Do I need to say more? Your host, Marcus Liberty on the line. What's up, Marcus? What's going on, my beautiful people? I'm in the building. Yep, I'm in the building, man. It's another day, man, with this coronavirus, man. Just happy that some of my friends and family, man, are staying safe. But then we did lose some, some, you know, to this virus. So still praying for the families, man. But happy to be here, my brother. Happy to be here, my brother. I feel like I'm far away, man. I feel like uh, you and Yeah, I can't really. I can't hardly hear you, too, man. So I don't know. Can you hear me now? Yep, now I can. Okay. So, yeah, man. Yeah, the coronavirus, man. But it's, it, we're seeing some waves. We're seeing some change, man. We got 300,000 uh, people who recovered. And, yeah, we lost uh, uh, 12,000 people. And, you know, rest in peace to those families. But there's a lining, a silver lining in the cloud. Man, let's keep praying, man, that this coronavirus can get the hell out of here. Man. <laughs> <laughs> real. No better words been spoken, my brother. So check it out, man. Uh, you hit me this morning talking about something that you heard, man, uh, with, with, the, with the NBA potentially not coming back. You know, I, I know we talked about on the last show about players that's coming to the league. Let's talk about these players that's in the league already now. Right. And the money, they not getting paid, man. They not finna get paid. And you came with a starling statistic, man. You want to dive into that? Yeah, well, I just, I, I was uh, just going through uh, my uh, internet, man, and I ran upon something that uh, one of the players, CJ Cullet, was talking about some of the players that are living paycheck to paycheck, and and this is really hurting some of those players who who just got into the league, and, and, and now all of a sudden there's no league, and then they're talking about cutting their pay, their salaries, because, you know, you're not playing, so we shouldn't have to pay you. Uh, so I know they're going through some things with back and forth with the Players Association and the NBA trying to resolve uh, this matter to see what they can come about. But there's a lot of uh, other professional teams, like the soccer. I, I saw something about a soccer team, the soccer uh, confederation, the federation of soccer. Um, they did they did it already amongst their league already cut their salaries I think thirty percent man thirty percent of their salary will be cut they won't get the rest of the remaining of their money for the rest of the year because they're not playing soccer so it's crazy man so I'm thinking that's what that model is probably going to be the same thing with the NBA uh, of course I know the player association going to try to not let that happen but. You know, these owners like, man, they're not playing. We're not getting anybody in the building. Uh, so we can't we can't pay them. You know, I think Crazy. that it should be some form of uh, something like unemployment for those guys. Do they have a form of unemployment for NBA players? I couldn't tell you, man, but they do have a strong player union, man. So players association union. So. That's what I said. I'm pretty sure they're gonna fight whatever they, whatever they throw out. They're gonna fight and then have to come to an agreement with both sides, both parties. So um, that's why they put those they put those in place. 
you know, for situations and things like this that's, that's happening right now in our world. You know, they say it's only nine NBA players that's getting paid 90% of their salary right now. And all nine of them belong to Clutch Sports. Do you, yeah, know, who the, you know who the founder of Clutch Sports is? Yep. <laughs> it's the Shut the Up and Dribble they, dude. Shut Up and Dribble that, dude. Yeah, the guy that they tried to shut down and, and, and put the – Put the uh, you got to get your degree to to be an agent. That's that's crazy. How was he able to work that deal, Rich Paul? Man, you you know what? But they say uh, KD and Kyrie getting getting ass too. Yeah, but you know what, man? All an agent is really, man, is someone who can talk. Got a great mouthpiece on them. Mean they can go in there and strike deals, man. And if you have confidence in your players and you're going into these offices with the general managers and and striking up these deals, man. It's all about communication and not accepting no. You know what? I have the product. You need the product. So let's get this deal done. And I think that's what I think that's what Rich Paul is all about. I think he's shown that man throughout throughout his career, basically since he's been you know representing players. And um, it's going to continue to happen, man, because he knows his stuff. You know, and when you know your stuff, man, it's nothing what somebody can tell you to try to steer your way. So. Big shout out to him, man. He's doing his thing. I tell you what, um, you know, uh, living paycheck to paycheck in the NBA, that got to be that got to be something strange because, you know, people say more money, more problems, and of course, the more money you get, the more you spend. So immediately coming in there, your 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 uh spending habits just catapults, right? Yeah, because, but you like, know what? But you know what, Bob? It's like what you know. You you probably was taught this or or understood this as a as a man as you got older and had a family that you always should have a nest egg. You always should put things to the side for things like this in case it happens. You know, a lot of people just you know go out and spend 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 and not put nothing away for a rainy day. You know, because you never know when a rainy day is gonna hit you, and if you don't have that put to the side. You're going to be hurting, man. You're going to be hurting. And then that's what I think a lot of things are happening. And I'm, I'm not saying a lot of people, a lot of people don't have enough money to put to the side, but I'm talking about the ones that have millions and millions of dollars that they can put money to the side and make sure that their household is in good, you know, standings when, when situations like this happen. So you can be able to pay your bills and, and, and go out and buy food and all that stuff. But there's a lot of people don't, man. And I, I, it's, it's just sad to me that a lot of NBA players or, or in sports in general, and you hear these stories about uh, guys that don't have any more money because of, you know, living or keeping up with the Joneses. And everybody can't keep up with the Jones, you know, the Joneses. So some of us got to, you know, live righteously, you know, on the right path. I'm like, man, you know what? If I'm making $600,000, I need to try to budget that so I can, you know, sustain throughout the summer and to, through next year because I may not get another paycheck. Let, 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 okay, let's, 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 stop. let's talk the $600,000 number you just threw out, big dog. Okay. So that's roughly 50 grand a month, potentially. That's 50 grand a month. Well, remember what we talked about, though. You got taxes. Got so taxes. Six, six hundred thousand really is like four hundred, four hundred thousand. Okay, know? so it's four hundred thousand. Okay, yeah. so you divide that by twelve. So you add, uh, let's say, thirty thousand dollars a month. 
how much money do you need to spend a month? You know? Well, if, if you go if you go in there and think like, you know, the average person, because the average person is making $400,000. But if you think like that, if you had a mindset like that, that you know what? I only need this amount of money to live off each month, whether that's, you know, $5,000 or whatever you may, you know, put the number out, but don't spend the whole 30. If you're making 30, don't go spend the whole 30,000 every month. Cause some people do, they see those zeros and they're like, man, I can go out and do this. I can go buy this, I can go buy that. And then the check is gone. And then next month is another situation. You got people borrowing money from you. You got people doing this, you got people that, and now that 30 is gone. So every month it may be something that's going to happen like that. So you got to be smart enough with your money and understand where you're going to put it in. And, and, and hold it and, and savings and, and, and whatnot. Because if you don't, you, you become another guy that had it, made it, and now he's broke. Yeah, that's, that's crazy, man. I think about, um, the, uh, what's his name, Delonte, Delonte West that played with LeBron James. Yeah. Perfect yeah. example of a great guy um, who made good money, and from what I understand, he got he still got retirement money, but nobody's helping this guy. I wonder did anybody ever go find out, you know, get him off the street, you know? I'm just thinking about because you, you can still have the money and still don't do right with it. What's going on with Delonte West? Yeah, I think – and I think we should dedicate this show to, to mental health issues, you know, that people have mental health issues, along with what we talked about earlier about uh, some of the guys that live in paycheck to paycheck. But – I think we spoke a little bit about the financial uh, finances last show that we had, but let's talk a little bit about mental health, man. And, and I think that That's is so topic. that is so important to a lot of, you know, athletes, man. And I think he was, he had some issues before he even got there probably and never got them fixed, you know? And then when the NBA came to the NBA, I think he really didn't, you know, if he, if he was on any kind of medication, he probably wasn't taking it and nobody was monitoring him to make sure that he was taking his medicine. Uh, and I think it hurt. It hurt the young man. I mean, the kid had a lot of talent. I mean, a lot of talent, man. And now when you see people putting things out about him on social media, you got to understand, man, he's go he got some issues. So when, when people putting that out there and they laughing and saying, man, how could this happen? It could happen. <laughs> it, it can really happen, man. And you just never know what triggers that mental breakdown for him and it did, man. And, and, and now you, you see things, man, and, and somebody need to find out where he's at and try to go get him some help, man, and, and, and be, there for the, be there for him for the long run. Make sure that he's getting the proper uh, assistance that he needs. Yeah, I, you know, I think I'm back to him. And we had Kevin Love. And then we had uh, DeMar DeRozan. You know, they were all depressed. Yet these are these are max players. These guys are max players, and it leads back to that that term, you know, that that old phrase that money can't make you happy. You have to find happiness within yourself because you can't buy it. What do you say to that, big dog? Like with the whole mental process, man. True statement, man. True statement. Money can't buy happiness. Money can't buy you nothing but some clothes, some food, and and some some material things, but deep inside of you, man, uh, we all have some kind of issues. You know, we all have some kind of demons in us, man. And, 
And I always said, man, like, <clears throat> you hear people say, I was afraid. I'm, I'm afraid to jump out. I'm afraid to step out. That's a disease, you know, because you, you're, you're afraid to, to attack something that you know you are afraid of. And I think the mental part of it is the same thing. I mean, when I, um, when I, when I was going through my thing, you know, as sitting back for like seven years and understanding and, and had breakdowns and not knowing what, you know, my next move was going to be, um, it, it happened to me, you know, I got a little depressed. I wasn't into it where I was uh, about to do something or some harm to myself, but we all go through it. So we have, we have to understand that uh, when you do have these issues, talk about, them. you know, reach out to people uh, that you know are sincere about you, your well-being, and try to help you get through this and you guys can get through it together. But we have some people just rather laugh at the person and say, man, you see this dude, man, he's crazy in a mug, bop, 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 you know, so on and so on. And then all of a sudden this guy's on the street and then you see him and it's not looking good and people do not go back and reach. So I think the NBA, he was a part of the NBA. I think they should go out and try to find this young man and help him, you know, get some help and um, try to guide him into a better way, man. And um, it's just sad that we don't have a lot of that going on. You see it all the time, Bob, man, people taking their lives and, you know, you see a sports guy and, and maybe, you know, I had a good friend, man, you know, who, you know, committed suicide, you know, because of something that was inside of him, you know, and he didn't reach out to anyone. So it's, it's what's going on in the world. We just don't talk about it that, as much. And I'm glad we are talking about it just to bring some kind of awareness to it that people can understand that, man, we all have issues, man. You know, those who drink a lot, you know, those are issues. You know, you're, you're fighting something that was in, inside of you because of whatever it may be. And then you pick up a bottle and just drink out the drink, out the drink, out the drink and, and start to, to, to reminisce over things. And then you, I'm like, dude, you're drinking too much, man. You know, you need to cut that out, you know, because that's going to damage your livers and, you know, your kidneys and all that stuff, man. And you, you just got to, you got to be there for some people, man. And you can see it. You can see it. Sometimes it's written right on the wall, man, right in front of you. And, you know, I think people can't, the people that, that's going through it don't know. You, you don't know. Like, when can, I mean, when did you know you, you was having that, that mental issue because you had to look back to see it to say, damn, I was going through that. Well, you, you know it when you isolate yourself. Okay. When you isolate yourself from everybody else and you used to being out and outgoing, that type of person, um, you see it, man. And then all of a sudden you're not doing that and it breaks you down mentally. You know, you start to wondering, you start to thinking and you start to doing things that you're not accustomed to doing and, and it takes you away from your, you know, it knocks you off your square, you know? So uh, I think once I recognized it, I started to talk to people. I started to get out a little bit more. I started to mingle. Uh, it wasn't to a point where I was going to break down emotionally and just, you know, go out and harm someone or harm myself. But I, I recognized that it, it was a problem, you know? And once you recognize that it is a problem, then you can, you know, deal with it. Let me, but, let me ask you this, big dog. Do you think that, from playing in front of all those lights as a professional athlete, for all professional athletes, and once that's over, 
and the lights are not there and the crowd and all of that, the camaraderie of the guys in the locker room and you at home by yourself, you think that's a that could lead to the drop-off? No, no question, man. No question. Think about this. If if you are accustomed to doing stuff every single day, which is going to practice, planning games when your games are you know being played, uh, coming, you got a routine. So your routine breaks, you know, and you may be, you may have been doing this for over 20, 30 years, some guys, right? So now your routine is broken. So now what you do, you know, some people don't know, you know, so they, they sit and be still a little bit. Then they, they start going to uh, different places and, and nightclubs or, or hanging out with different people or, or going to strip clubs. And, you know, you saw that with uh, the, the, the guy, uh, uh, Lamar Odom, oh, when he man. went through his stuff, you know, he was, he, he was dealing with some issues, man. And, 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 and instead of us trying to help him, we, we put out things and try to laugh and do all that. But he had some mental issues that he was dealing with, man. And, and so, but that, I think it has something to do with his routine. He was used to playing basketball and, and doing this certain things at this time and that, and then that, that routine broke and his cycle was all messed up, you know. So uh, it's the hard. NBA, man. The NBA got to do a better job with the exit interview of these guys, then, as opposed to when your career is over, you cut and you just cut. You know, they don't reach out to you, help to you mainstream back. Like they need a mainstream program. I, I agree them. with you, Bob. I agree with you because, you know, they talk about all this stuff when they bring you in. They give you these interviews and, and, and give you these seminars and all that. What about when you're done? It's almost like when you're done, you're done. It's like here, you know, we're done with you. But I think you're right. It should be something like an exit interview of here's what you need to do to take care of yourself. And we are here for you if you need this, this, and that. Right. Mm -hmm to guide you. So if you got some kind of mental issues, here's what we can do. This is the number you can call. Here's the person going to help you. I, I agree with you 100%. And they, had, and they had groups in place in your city of retired players that come immediately after retirement to, to receive resources to continue to keep going. Yeah, that's real, man. That's real. Right. Yeah, man. I, I, yeah, mental illness. Mental illness, man. I think we all been affected by it, and uh, right. I I know I suffer from it, man. I I never got any help myself, and uh, it's you know it's just been my personal relationship with who I serve, and I I don't put my God on anybody else. You know, everybody's entitled to serve who they choose to serve. So, for me, well, I know uh, I do know the NBA retired players association have things like that, and they do have some certain certain programs for, for people, but a lot of guys don't know about it. And then you have to buy into that too. Some guys don't have the money to buy into uh, a player association or retired player association. So what do they do? You know, you, Oh, you got to pay into it too. You got to pay into it, man. It's a yearly, you know, yearly dues that you have to, you know, buy it. It's not a whole lot of money, but then again, like we said, some people are living paycheck to paycheck and that's, that's not in their budget. You know, that's right. not in their budget to spend, a two, three hundred dollars, or whatever it may be, to uh, you know, join that. But they do need to have something in place for guys who finish basketball. Just like you said, when you're coming, you're doing all these interviews, you're telling them the do's and the don'ts, and and then what about when you know it's time for me to hang up the shoes or I get 
cut and, and waived uh, by an organization in the NBA. And now I can't, I'm not playing anymore. So you should reach back out to those guys or before they, you know, when they get waived, say, you know, here's, I want you to, you know, contact, here's, you, you know, if you want to get into business, I'm going to get you in contact with this guy so you can run your own business. But right. it's, not, it's not the case. That's crazy. It may be now. It may be now, but when I was playing, they didn't have that in place. I don't know. I don't know that they have it now, man. I, I mean, I look at a lot of the guys. Uh, we follow them all on social media and all of that stuff, and they're trying to find work. A lot of guys are really trying to find work. And um, it's not sad, but it's a reality. And I it think is. that we have to do better, man, as a society of helping our athletes and all people transition when they're going through these things, man. So I think it'd be early. It'd be a great idea if we start early with kids in high school. I mean, as young as elementary school, yeah. paying attention to that stuff because it has to be a buildup. Yeah, you 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 really do. You really do have to, you know, teach. It's just it's no different than when you when you were with your parents when you were you know little and you followed them around and 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 watch you know they are removed and some some you picked up immediately and then some got into you know you later on uh some of the things that you saw your parents do uh, that's why i say it's so important man uh for for parents to be the role models before the kids get out into the real world you know be that role model for them uh lead by example you know if you if the kid see you uh always you know picking up a bottle drinking or smoking and he's gonna probably or she's gonna probably pick up some of those habits so you gotta be careful of what you do around your 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 child yeah most definitely man i've you know i've always been conscious of that you know having boys especially because they gonna do exactly what their daddies do you know what i'm saying most times and i made sure you know whatever stuff that i had extra you know that was my personal thing right yeah, man, it's crazy, man. But, uh, you know, I can't wait till we, we get on the street ball tip, man. You know, some of the guys that we want to bring on for the street ball, man. Let's call them out, man. Let's, 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 let's send an invite out to some of the guys we want to invite out. I'll start. I'm gonna, I, wanna, I wanna start. I wanna invite uh, Sean Trash Wright on the show. Ain't that okay. That, that's Sean Trash Wright, right? Sean Wright, right? right? Yeah. That's cool. I mean, we can do that. Uh, definitely. Um, I want to get, we gonna get, we definitely gonna get Lefty B Boyd on, man. That's my guy. Uh, Lefty has been doing a lot of positive things in the community. Uh, so we definitely gonna get Lefty on. Uh, I want to get one of my favorite players on, Tim Bankston, man. We want to get Tim Bankston on. All right, yeah. we get Tim. Shout out to Tim. I know Tim's doing his thing on, uh, you know, high school coaching back home, man. So shout out to Tim. Um, then, man, I, I want to get some of the old guys on if we can, man. I like, uh, I remember Monday. You remember? Uh, Lamar Mundane. Lamar Mundane, man. Where is Mundane. Lamar Mundane at? Lay up. Man, somebody out there know how to get in contact with him, man. If you guys know how to get in contact with him, make sure he get on us, man, on social media if he can. Or if he got a daughter, son, who's out there, man, and, and can reach out and uh, tell his dad or that we want to get him on the show, man. So was I, man, I remember hearing stories, man. The minute he crossed across half court, it was money. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah. And, um, and then Billy Harris family. If, if, I mean, is it anybody that can the Billy Harris that could tell his story, man? 
I mean, Billy I would just would have loved to see that guy play. So we got Billy the Kid. And then my guy McAdoo out there in Morgan Park, Sherman Couch. To me personally, I didn't see none of them other dudes, but he was the coldest dude I ever seen. Six, 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 seven. Could do dude. it, man. So we got yeah, Mac see, out there in Morgan Park. There's a lot of there's a lot of guys that man that played in the streets and um this really never got they just due because of whatever the situation, whatever happened. Um, that wasn't to say that they wasn't good enough to make it in the NBA, just like when we heard the stories about Billy the Kid Harris. Like they said he was the Michael Jordan, you know, like of uh that era. And he just really didn't get an opportunity because of whatever may be. We I don't know, because I was a young kid. But right. stories I hear, heard about Billy the Kid was the real thing. The stories I heard about uh, Sweet Charlie Brown, uh, they said he was a beat. So, I mean, I heard a lot of stories about, you know, Chicago. Uh, the history is strong. It ain't. Uh, it just right. didn't start with uh, Ben Wilson and Marcus Liberty and Jamie Brandon. and, and <laughs> Right. And Dino. right. It, it, it started way before that, man. So, Right. Big shout out to that, man. So we'll talk a little bit about that. If we can get some of those guys on. I know Lefty can talk about, you know, the current guys and some of the old guys, too. Uh, but Brian Leach. I never, you know, I went to school with Brian Leach and Simeon, and I never seen Brian Leach play. I did. I, I saw him come in the gym and mess around, you know, with some jeans and track nikes on, but I never seen him go, 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 like people say that, man. I would really love to see that. Well, he had the name, Roadrunner. <laughs> he had the nickname Roadrunner. So was, that within man, itself, right. that within itself tells you what he was all about. He was quick. He was fast. You know, you right. couldn't you couldn't catch up with him. You, you know, so and he wasn't like big, so he had to be that. Yeah, he know? was a little dude. That's right. Yeah, yeah but man, she used to get people fifty on any given night. You know, so, that's what so, do. so how is Brian Leach not on Simeon's nineteen eighty four state championship team? How does that look with him and Tim Bankston in the backcourt? Well, you already said it, man. You said it before about Simeon. You said it was fundamentals and and, and it was a system. Everybody can't play in a system. Yeah, you're right. You That's know? why I struggled there, too. I struggled. Every, everybody can't play in a system. I was man. not a system player, man. So, so, so. I, you know, I, I think that was probably one of the reasons. I'm not saying that was the reason, but it could have been one of the reasons. He's like, man, I want a ball, you know. Some people mm -hmm. want to showcase their style, you know, their flavor. He didn't want to do – and he probably wasn't getting that, you know. That's right. just me speaking. I don't know if that's true or not, but – You know, I mean, Hamry, Coach Hamry was a great coach, man, and his, his offense was just lethargic. Let's just be real with it. I mean, he just – that was the way he played. He won a lot of games like that, so – you know, you until all of, until all our listeners, what we're talking about, because I know we got listeners all over the world who right. listen to us. We're talking about Chicago Simeon High School. They had a, a legendary coach by the name of Bob Hambrick, and he had a system that he ran. So that's what he's speaking about. Right. Yeah, Bob Hambrick, uh, he played the very slow and lethargic game that just wear on you, 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 until you can't get nothing out of it, and then they get up by five or six or seven and end up beating you or whatever. You know, it just – that was just the way that he was, you know. And that's another thing we talk about, coaching styles. You know, he played that style. But then you go over to your school, Landon Cox, he lets y'all play UNLV style, you know. And then you go over to Mr. Pittman over at uh, South Shore. He was a little bit of both. He was a little bit of disciplinary, but he'll let you go too. So, and then um, what's the guy that uh, Danny them always talk about over there in King, the coach? 
What's Cole's name? He just passed away. Oh, I cannot remember Danny. But you know what, Bob? Look, I, I say this about, you know, King High School program. And if you look at it, the history of it, even when you look at college and the pros, high school, Cox always had two players that he ran things through. Every time you go to college, college, they always have two players that everything goes through. NBA, you always have two players that things go through. So what's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that. You know, Bob Hambrick, I guarantee you, he had two players that things ran through. Yeah, it was Tim Bankson and Ben Wilson. I know that. For, think about uh, that. So uh, Tim senior year. So think about that, man. It's not just a system. You have to have players to play that system. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't have no players, it's, I don't care what kind of system you you run, you're not winning. So Bob Hembrick was winning games. Cox was winning games because he had some hoopers. Right. <laughs> let's, right. let's just put that out there. Man. Oh, he no some question. Hoopers. No question. Yeah. I don't think a lot of those guys get enough credit. Like David Knight, King David Knight. Knight was cold. I mean, same thing with King. Man. We had guys, man, we had six, nine guys on the bench. You know, wasn't wow. even playing that much. But they still got scholarships to go play college. That's huge right there, boy. You know, so so I, I, I say, man, Chicago basketball in general had a lot of guys that didn't get the opportunity like a, 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 the star players, you know, got. But at the same time, you had college coaches coming to watch those games. They was coming to watch you, but when they knew they didn't have a chance to get you and then they see the other members of your team, your teammates, they're like, wow, man, they got six, eight, six, nine, five, ten. This guy, this guy, he's quick. He's doing it. Oh, man, I like their whole squad. Right. So then they get, you know, an opportunity. Richie Smith. Richie Smith was one of my guys that played. You know, he started some games. He came off the bench some games. But he got a scholarship. And he'll say that. He'll tell you to your face. It was, it was, it was because of Marcus Liberty. You know, guys were coming to see me play. And, you know, the gym was packed with college coaches. And he got an opportunity, got that look. And the rest is history. That's beautiful right there, man. Now, those are the stories, man, that a lot of people don't know. That's the, when them coaches come out. They going to come to see one guy. But all it takes is for you to show your tail and you can get your opportunity too. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt, man. And that's that's facts right there, man. And and Chicago, you know, these college, these high school coaches, you know, I say continue to do your jobs, man, helping kids. Uh, develop their skills and, and help them reach their full potential uh, so you can, um, you know, help them achieve their goals. A lot of times, <laughs> and I say this, man, sometimes coaches think it's about them, man, and it's, it's really not about you. It's about, you know, what you instill and what you imprint and putting inside of each one of your student athletes to become a better person, a, a better player. And if you do that, that player is going to be with you forever, man, forever. Just think about what you're doing with these kids, man, and not using them, but guiding them and, and giving them, uh, you can give them some, you know, some criticism, you know, but also give them some positive things uh, to feed off too, man, because we know we have to be on our kids, especially kids in Chicago, man. Got a lot of knuckleheads out there, but, <laughs> but I think we also got, we also have a lot of good kids that want to learn 
and they might be knuckleheads at the beginning, but if you instill what you want in them, I guarantee you, man, you can change a student athlete, man, to be a better basketball player, a better person, and prepare them for what's what's to come. Man, I mean, that was that was well said, big fella. That was well man, said. I, that's man, that's what we do. That's what we do on All Ball yeah, Chicago, man. On the Believe we Podcast do. Network. We're trying to blow this thing up, man. In Chicago, man, we want y'all to come on, man. We've been noticing a lot of people have been viewing it and stuff like that. So we want to open up the platform. You know, come on on. Any of you ballers out there in Chicago, man, don't be afraid to come on and holler down and chop it up with us, man. We want y'all to come on. Man, they coming on. Don't worry Shout about it. Shout out to checking out the, the show, man. We've been getting a lot of views, and I'm excited about that. Thank God for that, man. So we need to come, man. If you want to advertise, come on on the show, man. You can advertise your product on the show, too. They gonna come, man. Don't don't worry about that, Bob. Man, it's already said, man. What's what's out there, man? We've been doing, man. I think this is our 14, 15 show. Uh, 16. 16, all right to be. And I told them, young boys, you better go watch it. I put it on Twitter yesterday, y'all better. Y'all trying to go to the league and y'all not watching All Ball Chicago? Are you kidding me? You talking about going to the NBA and you ain't sucking up none of this knowledge? Y'all better get on that. Man, please, man. Come on now. But it's all. They'll, they'll get on it, man. They'll, they'll do it, man. But it's all about how how we can reach how we can reach kids, man, and 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 not just kids. Maybe some coaches that want to, you know, get down and, and talk to us about. I, I want some college coaches to get on here, man. I'm gonna reach out to some of my buddies, man, who's who's coaching and who's been doing their thing, and and I want to ask some questions with them, man, when they when they join in. So I'm gonna reach out to some of my buddies that's coaching. Uh, whether that be the head coach or the assistant coach. And, and so they can get in. We're going to talk about the recruiting, what they look for when 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 kids are sending or parents are sending out information. I'm going to see if we can get him, get our one of our coaches to talk about that, uh, of what they really look at. Or do they really look at them at all? You know, so I want to just get somebody on there and talk about that. That's all good, man. Well, you know, we're nearing the end of this jam right quick. This was a good one right here. Another opportunity, man, to share some of that, some of them jewels you got, man, up there in that noggin. Good stuff, ah. man. Shout out to my man, Steve Hudson family again, man. We want to let y'all know we with y'all, man. My brother, man, rest up. We love you to death. Big fella, what else you want to leave with these people, man? Man, stay safe. Uh, make sure you, you know, if you do go out, put your gloves and your mask on, man. And uh, just be safe out there, man. I know sometimes we need to go out and get some air go out and get some groceries and, 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 and you want to just mingle with people, but just be careful. If you out there throwing house parties and all that, man, definitely stop that. Definitely stop that, man, because we are losing people and we are losing our race. So just be careful. It's time for me to go. I want to bless you all. Peace, love, and happiness. Time for me to unlace these shoes. We up out of here, your co-host Robert Bobby Reed. Marcus Liberty, we out, big baby. Play that jam, man. Yeah, you hear that? We up out of here, y'all. Peace. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.